This is Story Quest. Today's story is... My story's called The Library Without Books by Olivia. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Come closer. A bit closer. Are you ready? Okay. Magic is real. It's actually all around us. Up on the top shelf, around the corner, under the bed, there's magic to be discovered everywhere you look. And there's one place that's more magical than any other. Got any guesses? A witch's bedroom? A magician's kitchen? A wizard's bathroom? Nope, none of them. Although they are fairly magical as magical things go. But no, chances are you've been lucky enough to visit one of these places before. They look like ordinary buildings. They could be big, they could be small. But wall to wall they're packed with dragons. Unicorns and knights in shining armour and aliens and superheroes and princesses and, and, well, anything, really. Anybody can see them and all you have to do is turn the page. Got it yet? Magic is real. And the most magical places in the world are libraries. That's actually a scientific fact. Just ask... Well, science, really. This is a story about a library. An unusual library. Without any books? Where are the books? Huffed Sophie, the exasperated librarian in charge of Humphrey Dumpster's library. Every evening when I shut the library, the shelves are full of books. And every morning when I open up, they are empty. It doesn't make any sense. It's driving me crazy. Oh, that's just like the time I swallowed my steering wheel. Cracked Roger, the caretaker at Sir Humphrey Dumpster's in his gentle West Country accent. Hilarious, groaned his wife Delphine, rolling her eyes so obviously they nearly rolled out of their sockets. Delphine was a retired police detective and was invited to the library by Roger to see if she could assist in solving the mystery of the missing books. After all, libraries lose a substantial amount of their magic when they aren't filled with books. So, you're certain the shelves were filled with books when you locked up last night? Delphine asked Sophie as she took out a dusty notepad and pencil from her back pocket. I've never been more certain of anything in my life. We wouldn't be a very good library with no books now. A library with no books is just a building. Hmm, you're right, that is strange, remarked Delphine, scribbling down some notes. And you must have CCTV, right? Oh yes we do, interrupted Roger. Well, I set it up myself, he proclaimed with his chest puffed out in pride. Great, well, that should solve the mystery then chuckled Delphine, closing and putting away her notepad. She couldn't believe that Sophie and Roger hadn't thought to check the CCTV. That's like mystery solving 101. The trio marched past the miserably barren shelves towards the back of the library and into a tiny room. Roger flicked a few switches, which whizzed and whirred until their faces were illuminated by the footage of last night's events. Sure enough, When Sophie left the library and locked the doors behind her at 5.57pm, the shelves were full of stories. Let's fast forward to the morning then, suggested Delphine. Rightio, replied Roger, and his sausage-like index finger pressed the fast-forward button on the CCTV unit. The footage looked still as the time in the bottom left sped through the seconds, minutes, hours, until... 3.33am. 
the screen flashed white. That's odd, said Roger. Ugh, huffed Sophie. You mustn't have set up properly, Roger, chimed Delphine. Can't say I'm surprised considering that bookshelf you made me for Christmas at home makes the leaning tower of Pisa look quite straight. Ugh, I thought you liked that, mumbled a disheartened Roger as the CCTV jumped back into life. The time? 3.34 a.m. The shelves? Empty. The trio stood there, still stunned. What on earth? muttered Delphine. I knew it, shouted Sophie. I knew I wasn't going bonkers. Roger just shrugged. He realised that they were no closer to solving the puzzle of the library without any books. Well, said Delphine, I think it's obvious what we do next, isn't it? Shut, suggested Roger. Cry, sobbed Sophie. No and no, replied Delphine, handing Sophie a tissue to dry her eyes. We'll just spend the night here in the library and catch who or whatever is responsible for taking all the books. Are you sure that's safe? asked Roger. I'm sure Sophie here won't want to. But before he could finish his sentence, a steely looking Sophie wiped away the last of her tears and proclaimed, I'm in. You better pop home then and grab the airbeds. Delphine gestured to Roger. We're having a stakeout. The crew ordered a takeaway pizza and chatted before deciding to sleep at 9pm, a very late night for Roger, who is usually sound asleep by 7.30. They'd each set an alarm for 3.30am so that they could watch what happened to the missing books. The alarms beeped and buzzed, and Delphine bolted upright awake. She felt a rush she hadn't felt since she single-handedly stopped a gang of notorious criminals stealing the crown jewels. It's go time. Roger watched the seconds etch towards 3.33 a.m. Tick, tick, tick. Oh. The Nightwatch team were expecting explosions, fireworks, abseiling ninjas, or something a bit more impressive than what sounded like a hamster rolling around in some straw. Then what appeared to be a small green figure came into view from behind a shelf. Hey, you! shouted Delphine. Stop right there! The small green figure did stop, but Delphine wasn't entirely sure that was because it understood what she was saying. Do you understand us? asked Sophie. Uh, yes, yes, I suppose I do, replied the little green figure. Roger was confused why the green figure wasn't more threatening. Sophie was confused that there was what looked like a literal alien in her beloved library, and Delphine was loving every second. Are you who's been stealing all our books? In in fact, what are you? asked Delphine. The green figure sighed and explained, To answer your first question, I suppose from your point of view, I am who has been stealing your books, but I object to the use of the word stealing. I was going to return them, promise. And what am I? Wow, that's a deep question. But I won't get all existential on you. My name's Regis, and I'm, well to you, an alien. But you see, to me, you're aliens. But I come from a planet called Larvania. Again, Roger looked confused. Sophie looked confused, and Delphine was excited. 
Well then, welcome to Earth, I suppose, shouted Delphine. But can I ask why you're stealing all of our books? Regis the Larvanian replied. Well, that's a valid question, although I still object to the stealing. Besides, that's the point. My species do things incredibly quickly compared to your species. I can travel from my planet to here and back again in the equivalent of 15 of your Earth seconds. So think how quickly I can read all of your books. I have quite literally run out of books on Larvania and all our surrounding planets that I have taken to your Earth books to scratch my literary itches. And I have to say, some of them are rather good. Well, I appreciate your love of reading, I really do, started Sophie. But you have to realise you're leaving our library completely empty every night. What are the humans who want to read supposed to do? Ah, I didn't quite consider that replied Regis, who was perhaps the most unthreatening alien to ever invade the planet. I have an idea, suggested Delphine. How about you can keep borrowing our Earth books, providing you replace them with books and stories from Larvania and the surrounding planets. That way you get to experience new books, and so do we, and all our members. Well, I don't have a problem with that, said Regis. And that was that. Every night, Regis would come and swap the human books with his stash from outer space. And each day, unsuspecting humans would take home stories written by actual aliens. Who knows? Next time you're at the library, the book you pick up will be out of this world. Either way, it's guaranteed to be magical. Got an idea for a story? Tell us the title at funkidslive.com forward slash story quest and we could bring your story to life. For a new story each week, make sure you hit subscribe or follow so you don't miss a single episode. And we're here with Olivia who gave us the idea for the library without any books. <laughs> Olivia, you've got to tell us what gave you the idea for the story of a library with no books in it. Well... Like about like, like two days before I po- before I thought of the idea, I went to the library and it had lots of books in it. So I thought about the opposite, and you and the story will end very quickly if you have a library with without doors, without windows, without shelves, without couches. Well, well what did you think? Because we were trying to come up with ways that there could be no books in this library. What did you think of the reason that we gave? Because it was some strange alien who was taking them back to their home planet. I think because that an alien wants to find out more books than the normal person. Because a thief might already been to a library, but this might. But the strange alien might only be to this library once, so he tr- so he wants to try out the new books out we created, and not them in their weird world. If you could give an alien books to take back to their home planet to kind of teach us about to teach them about planet Earth and what we're who we are and what we're like and what we do like, what books would you give to an alien to take back? Probably I'll give aliens like books about our universe to us because then they could explore 
our universe if they're quick enough well it seems like no problem because the story tells that aliens those aliens are very quick <laughs> you could always give them a book of a story that you love what about that what's your favorite book it's probably one that i made up honestly it's yoshi tg one tell, tell us more about this story what did you say its name was it's called yoshi tg one and this cat called yoshi tg the tg stands for the great because she is great and she scratches enemies in a way she loves scratching she even has her own metal claws and she is just brilliant in the whole story so much went on we had aliens we had mysterious libraries we had the caretaker roger what was your favorite moment and scene in the entire story <laughs> Probably when they, probably when they had a late night, like probably nine o'clock, because that's also a late night for me, because I normally sleep at eight to half past eight, and it's really just weird to think about it. Of all the things, it's someone, it's people going to bed late. I love it. Uh, it's been a joy. Olivia, thank you so much for sending over your idea. I love hearing about your own books about the super strong, amazing cat. And if you have any more ideas, send them over to me, okay? Thank you very much. Bye-bye. See you next time.